0: Hey everybody, what's up? You're listening to the Savannah Zombie Podcast, the podcast of author Josh Vasquez. That's me, where I talk about writing books, zombies, and all sorts of other nerdy topics. Hey, today is the uh, second episode of this week, so you know what that means. Uh, I started this last week, but uh, just getting things started with the podcast, I thought I'd do a little something special. So I've been uh, posting the episodes of A New Death, CJ Story, the audiobook version, and it's split into three parts, uh, because the story itself is split into three parts. And uh, so, yeah, today is the day for part two, and I know you've been patiently waiting for part two since last week, unless you went to YouTube and listened to the other two parts there, which I'm okay with. But hey, if you waited and you're doing this old school and you're doing one week at a time, uh, like things were before Netflix, then yeah, this is, uh, I'll get right into it. That way uh, you're not waiting too long. So uh, yeah, but uh, here is episode two and uh, hang in after the, after the ep- episode and uh, I'll uh, fill you in on some, uh, some more stuff. New Death, CJ's Story, by Josh Vasquez, as read by the author. Part Two, Loss CJ, get in the house! My dad yelled as he took off running in the direction of the attacked man. He was pulling his glock from its hip holster, taking aim at the near zombie. I froze, not being able to take my eyes off of my father as he systematically dropped each one of the zombies. Apparently his military training was a lot fresher than I gave him credit for. Each dead freak received a bullet to the head ending the attack on the screaming man. CJ! My dad yelled again and I snapped out of my stupor, spinning around and running to the house. G-Dad was there, motioning for me to come into the house. He was yelling something, but sounds seemed to fade away, and everything fell silent. A last single gunshot reverberated throughout the neighborhood. I quickly did the math, adding up the number of zombies, and realizing that Dad had fired one more time than there were zombies. My stomach turned as I understood that the final bullet fired was not intended for a zombie, but reserved for the man who was attacked. My stomach began to twist in knots, but before I could throw up, Dad was behind me pushing me into the house. "'All right, everybody,' he started, strangely calm for someone who just shot five people. "'It's time to go. Now!' Mom and Pops, you two are going to get Lara out of here and lead the way. We'll be right behind you. Just get her out of here. He motioned towards Aunt Lara. G-Dad and G-Mom nodded, but I could tell that G-Mom was not happy about the situation. That makes two of us. I couldn't believe this was happening. Zombies weren't real. They were video game and movie stuff. How in the world are they real? Millie was going crazy inside her kennel. She couldn't decide if she was excited or scared. She peed. I looked around, figuring Opie would be playing it cool as he always did. He wasn't in the kitchen. He wasn't in the kitchen. Where's Haley? My question brought a flash of silence to the kitchen as everyone else realized that Haley was missing. The silence didn't last long as the room erupted into chaos and yelling. Haley! My dad yelled. Haley, where are you? My mom cried out. Let's split up and look. No! Dad interrupted G-Mom. You two need to get her out of here. We'll be right behind you. Now go. G-Mom started to protest, but g placed a hand on her arm, assuring her it was time to go. Get them to safety, Chris, she said in a low tone. My father nodded. I will. With that, the three of them left. I heard g truck crank up and saw them through the back door pull away from the house. My mother was beginning to frantically look around the house when my dad stopped her and looked at me. CJ, take your mother and get her in the truck, Remember when I let you drive it around the neighborhood? Get it running, pull it out of the driveway, and be ready to go. Get Millie in the truck, too. I nodded, too scared to say anything. He ran off into the house, calling out Haley's name. My mother was now visibly shaken and was crying. Her sniffle was back. Come on, Mom. Let's go. She whimpered something, but it was unintelligible. I guided her outside into the front passenger seat. Her movement was stiff and she wasn't really cooperating. Her eyes seemed to glaze over as she was lost in a deep thought. I didn't like it. I buckled her in and turned back to get our dog. Millie had finally decided between excitement and freaking out. She decided she was freaking out. She circled around within the medium-sized cage, barking protest. Me and her had not always been on good terms with each other, so I'm sure this was going to be somewhat difficult. When she was a younger puppy, she made it a habit to always try and get away when I took her for walks. She wasn't as big then as she is now, but she's always been strong. Whenever I could finally catch her, let's just say I made it clear that I was unhappy with her. She eyed me with distrust as I began to unlatch the kennel's door. As soon as it was undone, she body slammed the door knocked me flat on my butt. She made straight for the back door and was gone. Millie! I yelled, but it was too late. I stood up rubbing my sore bottom. Stupid dog, I hope you get eaten. There was nothing I could do about it now, and I'm sure Dad wouldn't be too concerned about the dog. I saw him run from his bedroom up to the stairs. I needed to get back outside with Mom. She was still in her seat, eyes fixed on something in the distance. There were now more zombies in the neighborhood. Some were being fought off by neighbors, others were... feeding. I watched as our next-door neighbor brought the claw end of a crowbar down onto a zombie's head, caving it in. The claw yanked away, dripping in red. I heard screams from my left. They sounded like they were coming from Miss P's house. I looked at Mom and then back at the screams. I had to do something. Mom, I'm going to check on Miss P. Lock the doors and stay here. She mumbled something, but acknowledged me as the doors locked shut. I pulled the twenty two from around my shoulder and ran toward Mrs. P's house. My gun was loaded and semi-automatic, for every time I pulled the trigger, one bullet would leave the gun. I'd practiced with this gun many times. Dad always seemed to be impressed with my shooting, saying I was one of the quickest learners he'd ever met. But no amount of target practice prepared me for what I saw when I entered her house. She was on the floor, struggling to fight off two zombies. One was fumbling with her bathrobe, struggling to find some flesh to bite into. The other had just sunken its teeth into her arm and was chewing on a wad of meat. This was the closest I had been to them. They smelled so bad like rotten garbage. The smell was bad, but how they looked was what gave me problems. They weren't all decayed and gnarly like you see in the movies or in video games. No, they were just gray, their skin ashen and colorless. Their pupils were pitch black void, absent of any color. And worst of all, they were recognizable. The one dining on our meet was Mr. Zack, a friend of my dad, who also at one time served a Ranger Battalion. He'd often come over and hang out with Dad. They'd grill hamburgers out by the garage and talk over glasses of cold sweet tea. The other was a man who I usually see jogging through our neighborhood every morning. He always wore these ridiculously short shorts that were smaller than anything a grown man should wear. Shorts he was wearing right now. I knew these people. I lined up a shot on Mr. Zack first. With his head in my iron sights, I winced as I pulled the trigger. I knew it had to be done, but hated doing it. My aim was accurate, the 22 caliber bullet hitting him directly in the eye socket. I watched as his head rattled back and forth before he dropped solid to the ground. The 22 must have had enough punch to enter his head, but lacked enough to exit. I'm sure his brains were now a scrambled mess. The other zombies seemed unfazed by my killing of his friend. He had finally found skin and had torn a large chunk from Miss P's neck. I fired another shot. Hitting in the back of the head, its lifeless body slumped over hers. I went over and pulled its heavy dead weight off of her. I kneeled down next to her, noticing her robe was slightly open. I did my best to look away out of respect and closed her robe. She looked up at me, green eyes wide in shock. She had lost a lot of blood, her skin flushed of color. I felt so bad for her. I knew there was nothing I could have done. C.J., Thank. That was all she could get out before she exhaled for the last time. I stood up and left her there. I knew that she would most likely come back as a zombie, but I couldn't find the strength to make sure she didn't. I steadied myself on the doorframe as I walked back outside. The tears came from nowhere and started to flow freely from my eyes. No! Stop it, I fussed at myself. There's no time for that now. I pulled myself together and made my way back over to our car. Mom was still there, but Dad and Haley were not. I'd been gone several minutes now. They should have been here. Oh, no. I checked on Mom real quick and ran back into the house. I passed the kitchen quickly and was going to race upstairs, but was greeted by my father and sister at the bottom of the steps. He had Haley on his right hip. She was clinging tightly to Opie. Dad didn't seem to be bothered by all the extra weight he was carrying. CJ, what are you doing in here? Where is your mother? He quickly asked. "'She's safe in the car. I came in to check in on you. What took so long?' He looked at Haley, who smiled sheepishly. "'Your sister had her earbuds in and couldn't hear us yelling for her,' he said, somewhat annoyed, but I could tell he was also relieved. So was I. I laughed, but I decided not to tell him just yet about Miss P. He'll find out soon enough, I'm sure. I was surprised he hadn't already read it on my face. There was a crash against our front door. We froze.' Another thud and Dad sat Haley down, despite her scrambling to stay in his arms. She lost Opie in the process, but unlike his canine companion, he stayed put underneath his mistress. Dad unholstered his sidearm again. C.J., he whispered, get your sister to the car, I'll cover you. I nodded hesitantly, but grabbed my sister by the arm as a final thud landed against the front door and two zombies crashed into our living room. My dad opened fire, hitting the first one right in the forehead. But I looked back and saw that there were four more now entering the front door. I heard more gunshots behind me. We ran for the car. I heard screaming from in front of me that sent shivers down my spine. It was my mother. A zombie was clawing at her window trying to get in to devour her. I motioned for Haley to stay behind me. I took her whimper as an okay. I pulled my rifle up and zeroed in on the zombie's head. The bullet entered in the left temple, dropping the zombie like a rag doll. I picked up Opie off the ground and looked at Haley go get in your seat. She nodded and went to the other side of the vehicle. I opened mom's door and handed her Opie. She seemed to relax and went back into her absent-minded state. Dad was coming from the back door covered in thick dark red blood. I watched his eyes go wide and everything slowed down again. I remember hearing my sister scream and watched as she was pulled away from her door. She was in the middle of climbing into her seat when something grabbed her ankle. The upper torso of a zombie crawled out from underneath our car and snagged her. Dad exploded. He sprinted towards Haley. When he got there, more living dead were stumbling towards the fresh blood dripping from my sister's ankle. My dad used up all his ammo inside the house, so he resorted to pistol whipping the crawler on the ground. He smashed the butt end of his pistol into the zombie's skull over and over, collapsing bone with metal. There was a sickening crunch and sloshing of brain matter that made my stomach twist for the hundredth time today. Realizing I froze while watching my father in action, I snapped out of it and ran to Dad's aid. He was now fighting off the three approaching zombies barehanded. I had never seen him like this. He was lost in bloodlust or or rage. He tackled the closest one to the ground and proceeded to bash his head into the concrete. He didn't stop until his hands were red in a bloody pulp. The others weren't bothered by this at all. Their arms stretched out towards him, teeth snapping. They continually jawed. I got to a place where I could fire, but as I put a head in my sights, my dad got in the way. I pulled my finger off the trigger. Dad, move! I yelled. He turned his head and looked at me, his stare of hatred softened. As I raised my rifle again, he grabbed the zombie and held it still. I fired, sprained my father in a wet brain mist. I reset my sights and dropped the final one. Dad scrambled over to where Haley was lying. He was now covered in blood and organs, the sight of him was disturbing. As she began to settle into a state of shock, he pulled Haley up into his arms. Tears were streaming hot down my face. No, no, no. My mother was turned in her seat, her eyes locked on the scene. She was no longer emotionless, but tears freely fell from her face. She seemed to try and get out of her seatbelt, but it was almost as if she lacked the strength to get out of the car. Dad's heavy breathing and tears pulled me back to my sister and him. No. No, not my little girl. Lord, not my little girl. My heart broke. It broke for Haley. It broke for Dad. The bite kills you, I know this for a fact. My sister was dying. And there is absolutely nothing we can do for her. Her small face turned pale as she whimpered in her daddy's arms. After several minutes of labored breathing and small, helpless whimpers, she was gone. Just like that. My little sister was gone. I knew immediately she was in a better place. Not just wishful thinking, but I knew it to be true. It still hurt, though. There was a pain deep inside of me that I had never felt before. I'd give anything to have her annoy me and bother me again. To hear her giggle again. More zombies were approaching. And quick. I looked at Dad who was still clenching my sister's body close to his her little head resting against his blood-stained chest. Dad. Nothing. Dad, we have to move. More are coming. He looked up and looked around. There were more zombies in the area, and they were all beginning to take notice of us on the driveway. Dad's head hung low again. Come on, Dad, we have to go, I yelled, a fire now burning within my own chest. He nodded slowly and stood. I watched as he went to pull her into the back seat of the car into her seat. Dad, we we can't take her with us. What if she comes back as one of them? The slap came out of nowhere. My right cheek burned from the backhanded strike, but I held back my tears. It stung like crap, but I knew he didn't mean it. He didn't. He'd never hit me before now. This was a fluke. This was not like him. It was the grief. I knew it immediately because he began sobbing again. I'm so sorry son, I'm so sorry." He reached out and pulled me in tight. He smelled of death. I let him hug me for a few seconds before pulling away. The smell was too intense up close. Dad. He understood my plea. He reached back into the car and pulled my sister's lifeless body from the back seat. Her light blonde hair blew gently in the small breeze. Dad took her back inside. I watched as he laid her down in the pantry and closed the door. He came back out, put a hand on my shoulder and squeezed. Let's go son, let's go, his voice still uneven. We got into our SUV, pulled out of the driveway and sped away from our house. I watched as it grew smaller and smaller behind us, until finally we weaved through our neighborhood, losing sight of my house for the last time. My dad white knuckled the steering wheel tight as he sped out of the neighborhood. His eyes focused on swerving around debris, wreckage, and the occasional zombie. He looked exhausted. His eyes were heavy and his breathing long and deep. My mom sat holding Opie tight to her chest, back to staring at something in the far off distance. Something that never moved, that never changed. I was afraid that she was gone for good, unable to cope with what just happened. We rode in silence for a long time. All right, so uh, that was part two of A New Death CJ Story. Um, yeah, it's uh, I actually just listened to it again, and uh, wow, that's uh, pretty uh, pretty dark there, Joshua. So, uh, yep, you'll just have to tune in to next week's episode to find out what happens in part three. Uh, if for some reason you don't feel like waiting an entire week for me to post a new episode, Again, always feel free to go over to uh, the YouTube page, Savannah Zombie Novel, and uh, all three parts are available on there. It's uh, one of the first things that I posted on the channel. So, uh, yeah, if you uh, want to, check that out. Uh, I'd appreciate a like and subscribe if you do. Uh, But if not, you can just tune in next week, and there will be part three of uh, CJ's story, and you'll find out what happens to him and his family in the aftermath of his sister's death so yep uh and of course uh if you do want to follow along with the story cj's story takes place in between a new death and a new darkness so it's kind of like a, an in between step in between the the first two books and um it's uh meant to kind of bridge them so yeah if you're wanting to read the whole story you can check those out uh they're available on amazon um, and uh, you can either buy a ebook version there or a print version, and uh, have it mailed to you. Uh, if you're in the Savannah area, you can check out a couple of local places. They carry it. Uh, Planet Fun on Broughton, which is the a super awesome store with all the old cool action figures and video games of yesteryear. So uh, check that out. Um, or if you want to check out a cool little bookstore in downtown Savannah. I would suggest uh, eShavers. Shavers. It is there off of uh, Bull Street, so you can check that out. And uh, yep, they both carry my books, so you can go there get an, get yourself an autographed copy. And um, or if you just want an autographed copy, uh, I guess you can just uh, you can message me, and uh, we'll see what we can do to hook you up with one. Anyway, so yeah, that's uh episode number two of this week uh this two episode a week things uh working out so good so far so good um, but uh yeah, so uh, like I said before, uh we don't have sponsors, but if you're interested in sponsoring the Savannah Zombie podcast, uh, just send me a message josh at savannah dot com and uh, we can get you into a sponsorship of this podcast. Um, so since I don't have a sponsor, uh, I'm just gonna bring you uh, another one that I've pretty much I feel like I've mentioned every episode so far, but uh, I'm gonna talk about muses, memoirs and more. It's a radio show slash podcast that my friend Adam Messer does. Uh, he just recently started it is on a local radio station here in Savannah W.R.U.U. 1075. five. And uh, so if you're local, you can check that out on Saturdays at three. If you're not local. Uh, you can normally check out the YouTube page. He normally has it up, uh, most of the time, either that night, uh, if not the day after. So, um, yeah, if you're, uh, if you're not in the Savannah area and you can't check it out live, never to fear, you can check it out on YouTube. Uh, it's just muses, memoirs, and more. Uh this week's episode is going to be very good. Uh he's going to have Stella Price on there and Stella Price is uh which I met her through through Adam uh at last year's Savannah Quill and she's just uh just a, a freaking on the grind all the time author. And, uh, so she writes, uh, a lot of kind of, I I guess you would classify them as kind of, uh, there's some paranormal aspects, uh, fantasy aspects, some erotic aspects. Um, so, but she has a huge fan base and she's currently in the middle of planning a big, a, uh, kind of, uh, book, book convention. Uh, I think it's next weekend actually. Um, so yeah, uh, check her out i'm not sure what her website is i would probably know that if i was doing an actual ad read which i'm not i'm making this up as i go but yeah check out this week's uh episode of muses memoirs and more uh with adam messer and this week's guest is stella price and it's gonna be tons of good information on there so uh yeah check that out uh hope you guys have a good week uh let me know what's up if you're uh, playing Pokemon Go after this past week's episode, then uh, let me know what level you are and where you're at and uh, what anything cool you caught lately. Uh, you can tell me on the uh, Facebook page, which is just savannahzombienovel.com, and uh, if you you really haven't noticed, most of the social media stuff is just savannahzombienovel.com. So uh, yeah, I guess I'll see y'all next week. Adios!